Hello and welcome. I'm your host, Claire Marquick, and this is Real Life Business. Hello and welcome to episode number 18 of the Real Life Business Podcast, the show that helps you balance running your business with everything else that goes on in our lives to create a lifestyle that we want to be living rather than having our business take over our life. Now, this week we are having a pause from our normal interview episodes, and I thought we would have another solo mini episode with yours truly, a bite-sized edition, talking about focus. Now, focus is something that's been coming up quite a bit in my one-on-one sessions just lately, and it's been coming up quite a lot in my social feeds as well. You know, I've got other coaches in my network and other business owners, and so it's obviously a hot topic at the moment. Now, when we look at the dictionary definition of focus, as a noun, it's described as the center of interest or activity. And as a verb, it's to pay particular attention to. Now, focus is going to mean different things to different people. And for me, I believe there's two levels to focus. So the first is physical focus. It's the the physical things that we're doing, the actions that we're taking, the things that we are choosing to pay attention to, the, the tasks that we're busying ourselves with. And then on a deeper level, it comes down to our thoughts and our beliefs. Now, this is something that is very often more unconscious. We don't always think about what we're thinking. And even less of us will think about what we're thinking and interpret that into understanding how we're acting. So let me say that again. There's two levels of focus, I believe. The first being the physical focus, the things we are actually choosing to physically do. The second being a more unconscious, deeper level of focus in as much as what we're choosing to think or what we're choosing to believe. And when we understand that deeper level, it can help us understand that even though we might be doing the things that we think we should be focusing on, if we're not thinking about the things that we need to be focusing on, or we're not believing the things that we need to be focusing on, then those actions are going to be in vain because somewhere along the line, we're going to self-sabotage, we're going to procrastinate, we're going to stuff things up and and we're not going to get the results that we're looking for. Now, what I'm going to do, because that is a whole different conversation in itself. So I'm going to do a part two of this bite-sized edition and I might just do that next week. And we'll talk more about our thoughts and beliefs and how that can dictate the action that we're taking or not taking. For this episode, let's focus on the surface. Let's focus on the physical tasks that we need to get done, checking things off of our to-do list. How do we decide what to focus on? How do we manage our distractions? And how do we deal with it when shit comes up, when unforeseen things come up that just throw us completely off course? So that's going to be our focus today. Grab a cuppa, sit back and let's get into it. So how do we decide what to focus on? The first thing that I do myself and I recommend all my clients do is something that I call a real life audit. So this is where we sit down and we categorize our life. We literally think about the different categories in our life. So it might be business, finance, family, health and fitness, relationships, 
I can send you a template of an exercise if it's something that you want to sit down and do. Just shoot me an email. Um, The link is in the show notes to this episode or shoot me a message on Insta and I'll send it through to you. Take each category in turn and literally rate it out of 10. Rate your satisfaction um, with where you're at in your business out of 10. Rate your satisfaction of how you feel about your finances out of 10. Rate your satisfaction with how you feel about your intimate relationships out of 10. Go through each category and rate them. Then sit there and reflect. What surprises you? Does anything scare you? What are you okay with? What are you not okay with? For the low ones, what will it take to bump up your score? It really is that simple. And ask any of my one-on-one clients who have done this exercise recently. It is so simple, but so powerful when you actually see it written in black and white in front of you on a piece of paper. Once you've done that, start to create a picture of what 10 out of 10 looks like for each category. Create an ideal world situation. Create what success looks like for you. And again, actually write it down. They say that if we can't language it, we can't have it. So you have to be able to form language around what 10 out of 10 in your business looks like, what 10 out of 10 in your relationships looks like, what 10 out of 10 in your health and fitness looks like. If we can't language that, then we're not going to get to it. So when we have done that, we've rated all our life categories out of 10. We've pictured what 10 out of 10 in each of them looks like. Then we can review our scores and we can actually start to work out our priorities. Which of those segments in that in that wheel do we really need to focus on? Which ones really cause us discomfort at how low we've scored them? And then we can break them down further. So if it's business, for example, we might break that down further into things like operations, sales, finances, marketing. Think of as many categories as you as you can. And again, go through that same process, rate them out of 10. How do you rate your satisfaction with how you're operating right now? How do you rate your satisfaction with your sales? How do you rate your satisfaction with your finances, with your marketing efforts? Rate them out of 10. And when you see it in black and white in front of you, you will see quite clearly where your focus needs to be. And when we've done that, that's when it's time to set some goals. Now, goal setting, again, is a whole other conversation and it's one that I can do a future bite-sized edition on. But essentially, what we want to do when when we're thinking of setting goals, we want to set them in the format of a from X to Y by when. So we need to look at the level of success or satisfaction that we're feeling in that area right now. We need to determine where we want to be, and then we need to determine when we want to achieve that by. So it might be increase our sales from $20,000 a month to $30,000 a month by the end of the next financial year or something like that, a from X to Y by when. That's the format that you want to think about in terms of setting your goals. Now, I do want to point out at this point that where we started in this section was a real life audit, a whole life audit. So whilst our business goals might be at the forefront of our mind, it's worth remembering that our business is not going to give us 
the satisfaction that we might be craving in the other areas of our life. Okay, our business might be related to our finances. That's fair enough. Again, though, it's not the be all and end all. There are other things that we can do in our life to set up our finances so that we're not 100% reliant on our business. And again, that's a whole other conversation. But just remember that if we rated family time, for example, three out of 10, that's not the responsibility of our business to get to a certain point before we can improve that family time. So our focus might not necessarily be when we do these exercises, we might find that our priority is not actually our business. Obviously, it's going to be to some extent because we've got bills to pay. But if that feeling of unfulfillment or that feeling of longing or that feeling of being out of control is due to the fact that we're not putting enough time into our family or we're not putting enough time into our intimate relationships or we're not putting enough time into our own mental well-being or our health and fitness, then those categories are just as important as our business. So when you're doing this exercise, when you're scoring the different areas of your life, don't be fooled into thinking that the goals that you need to set for this quarter or for this year have to be business related because you're a business owner. That's simply not the case. How I work, the whole philosophy of how I work is creating a business that meets the needs of our lifestyle. And it it's a holistic view of the fact that there are many different areas in our lives that are going to cause us pain or are going to cause us satisfaction. And it's not the job of our business to make sure all our little boxes are ticked. So just a little reminder, one more time, then I'll shut up about this. If you've rated your business eight out of 10, but you're still feeling unsatisfied or that you're still feeling that there's something missing, look at some of your other segments. Maybe that will give you clues as to where your priority and your focus needs to be. Okay, so we've done our life audit, we've done our scores, we've worked out our priority areas, we've broken them down further, we've worked out our priorities within our priority segments, and we've set some goals. How do we make sure we stay on track? How do we make sure we can manage our distractions and achieve what we've set out to achieve? Now, this comes down to a couple of things. Firstly, we need to remember that we are only human. There are only so many hours in the day and we do have other things going on other than those goals we've set for ourselves. So we need to be kind to ourselves and we need to appreciate that we cannot do everything all at once. So when it comes to actually working towards our goals in order to achieve them, we need to set manageable expectations. So we can't expect to double our sales in a week. We can't expect to suddenly have a a calm household where our kids will happily do their homework in a week. We have to break down our goals into small manageable chunks that we can consistently do little things to improve over a long period of time. The other thing that I believe is really important here is having a really good understanding of ourselves. How do we operate? What motivates us? What drives us? 
For me, for example, I know I'm driven by variety. That's why I have or seemingly have a million and one things going on at any one time. I'm happily, I will happily jump from one thing to another and to someone else looking in, I, my, my day might seem completely disorganized and all over the place, but I know that that's how I operate best. I know that if I have to sit down and do something for an extended period of time, then I'm really going to struggle with that. So in terms of managing distractions or staying on track with your goals, I'd say the next most important thing is to really understand how you operate. Are you someone that likes to have all your ducks lined up in a row before you can do something? Are you someone who who does get easily distracted by something and, and needs to perhaps um, <laughs> be almost in a locked room where you can't see the outside world? Are you someone who does need to see the outside world, does need to connect with nature, does need to have people around them, or perhaps you need to have quiet around you. Really, what I'm getting at here is really understand how you operate and notice your patterns. What helps motivate you? What is likely to distract you and put in strategies or put in plans, put things in place that are going to limit those. Again, it sounds so simple, but guys, that's what, that is what this is all about. It doesn't have to be complicated. It doesn't have to be this big, convoluted, overwhelming thing. It really does come down to being very honest with ourselves. Where are we at right now? Where do we want to see improvements? Where are our priorities? What are our goals? And then it's self-awareness into ourselves. How do we operate? What can we put in place to make sure we will do what we say we need to do? Do we need to put the kids in an extra day of daycare? Do we need to lock ourselves in a padded room? Do we need to be out in nature? Do we need to be in a co-work space where we've got other people around us? Do we, you know, what do we need? Let's be really honest here. What do we need to make sure we are in an environment where we can work optimally? There are always going to be things that come up and that leads us into a nice segue for the final thing we're going to talk about today in terms of dealing with unforeseen circumstances. Look, there will always be things that come up. And I think the biggest takeaway that we can we can take from this conversation is that we need to be kind to ourselves. We need to be compassionate and we need to always have that ideal vision in our minds. Create a vision board and physically have those 10 out of 10 scenarios in front of you if that's what you need. If you're a visual person, if if you can't imagine what 10 out of 10 looks like in your segments, create a vision board, create a mood board, write it in a journal, have it physically in front of you so that when shit does hit the fan and stuff does go wrong, we've got something to refer back to, to help pull us back on track. So I think in terms of dealing with stuff that 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 is going to go on that's unforeseen, we've got to be kind to ourselves. We've got to accept that shit will happen. And we've got to allow ourselves to feel whatever comes up when something happens. So if someone lets us down, for example, and you know we have to go and work in our cafe because a staff member's let us down or a business deal falls through and we've got to go and suddenly find another 10 grand's worth of income to pay our mortgage and our bills for the month, you know, whatever 
emotion and whatever feelings come up from those situations, we need to allow ourselves to feel them. We need to allow ourselves to process them and we need to allow them to happen. And when we've done that, then it's time to regroup to reflect and to refocus. So to hone in on that vision again, to look back at our audit, to remind ourselves, what were our goals? What are we focusing on? We can't expect to just push through the shit. You know, I know that myself. I've had the last couple of months have been quiet in my business because I've needed that space. I've needed that time to deal with what's going on. And and that is going to happen. So I'm going to wrap up there. I think what we've covered today has been uh, a really interesting, hopefully a really interesting and really valuable conversation. Let's do a real quick recap. Break down your entire life into categories. Rate those categories, rate your satisfaction of those categories out of 10. Break those low scoring categories down even further into subcategories, rate them out of 10. When you've done that, you're going to see where your focus needs to be. You're going to see what your priorities are because you're going to see in paper in front of you, which one of those areas makes you feel uncomfortable, makes you feel discomfort and pain. And they're the ones that need to be focused on. Set some goals and then know yourself, set yourself up for success. And we're going to talk a bit more about that next week when we go into beliefs and our thought processes, but set yourself up physically for success. Make sure that on a day where you have set something to do, you have set the environment up as best you can to succeed. But remember that shit does happen. Shit will happen. And the biggest thing you can do for yourself then is view yourself with kindness, view yourself with compassion, push that judgment, push that fear, push that anxiety away. Just be kind, be compassionate and rock forth, refocus, reflect, review when you have to. If there is anything that has come up for you, please feel free to reach out. You can email me at claire at reignitepc.com.au. You can connect with me on socials. We're most active on Instagram. And if you want to chat through anything that might have come up today, then there is a booking link in the show notes to this episode for a complimentary 30-minute business bouncing session with me. If you haven't already, please like and subscribe on your podcast app of choice. And remember to share this episode with someone in your network that you feel might need to hear it. All right, I'll be back in your ears real soon. And until then, bye-bye.